Hey folks, welcome to chapter number 26 of Passage of Stars. I'm your host Sufi and we're going to go through this chapter titled as Negotiation Skill. It's from a book Passage of Stars. So let's go directly into the chapter. Well, why do we need these negotiation skills? Well, do we need it in the first place? Let's discuss that. When all do we need uh, these negotiation skills? We actually need them in our daily life almost every day while talking to somebody, uh, to your family members, to your friends. There are small negotiations going on all the time. We need it to be particular, we need it uh, while purchasing. Uh, in some markets, you see that uh, the things are not labeled uh, with a price tag. So over there, you just go ahead and negotiate on a price a little. It happens all the time in India. Um, and uh, I don't think, I don't know whether it's the same in other countries, but negotiation skills come very handy as far as India is concerned. <clears throat> now, what, are, um, what is the next thing that you may need these negotiation skills at? Uh, you may need it in an interview. For example, you're going to an interview and you think that you are having a necessary skill set to do that job. And uh, you know that uh, by going into that company, you're going to benefit them a lot. And uh, you don't want to settle at some meager salary for that post. So you, it comes handy when you have learned these negotiation skills. You can negotiate your salary and the person hired at the, on the same post may be getting lesser if you have uh, practiced your negotiation skills correctly and have done some background work. We'll discuss it sometime later. What else? Where do you need it? You need it at the time of hiring. For example, you are an employer, you are an entrepreneur, you are a businessman and uh, or a manager of some company. You are in a recruitment and you want to recruit people for your um, company. So you need to hire people with a talent because you cannot compromise on that. Uh, otherwise, you'll have to spend uh, more money in training those people to get that necessary skill set to perform that uh, task which they have to perform. So, in order to hire that talent pool, you know that uh, they are going to negotiate on salary. And at the same time, you will have to take care of all the aspects because if it's um, your, if you're in an enterprise or if it's a startup, uh, capital-wise or money-wise, we are a bit tight with the new businesses. So we need talent, but at the same time, we cannot uh, stretch our budget so that and hire big people. Uh, all we can do is we can hire freshers, but with the necessary skill set and a talent. And even if uh, we go for experienced ones, these negotiation skills are going to be handy because you're going to negotiate uh, the salary. <clears throat> and uh, what else? Well, uh, you need negotiation skills while purchasing. You need negotiation skills while selling as well. If you are um, a business person who is uh, into selling, obviously you'll set a price which will give you a good margin on a product. And if you are not in a business and you still want to sell some of your things which you do not use, you can go to OLX or eBay.com, upload them 
and then set a price. But before setting a price, you need to take care of certain things. We need to follow some principles for negotiation skills. And the principles go like this. Number one, don't feel rushed to make a decision. Whenever you are dealing something, whenever you're negotiating on something, and you feel that you have got a right deal, you don't have to rush uh, to close the deal. You should, uh, you should budge a little bit and, and hold for some time. Maybe you can get a more better deal. This is the principle number one. Number two, use patience. Patience in the earlier chapter, as I told you, that patience, understanding, and listening are the things you can use interchangeably in some context. So while negotiating, be a good listener. Be a patient listener. If you listen to that person, you're going to, without assuming things, not only from the words they speak, but from the body language, you get to notice many things and it will help you to respond with the counter offer in a better manner. Number third thing, try to negotiate a little further. So when you feel that after so, some negotiation, you feel that you have almost got a right deal, the one which you always wanted, try to negotiate a little further. Maybe you get even more better. It may look a little cheesy, but still, you there's nothing bad in giving it a try. Do some homework. This is number fifth point. Well, while going to the negotiation tables, you do not go unprepared. You, for example, you are in a business dealing and uh, you want to expand or you want to take over some other company. You have to do a homework by researching about that company, operations and everything else. You need to know each and everything else about that deal what may go wrong, what may go correct. And if this thing happens, what is the other thing or other plan B which should be prepared, which you should be prepared with all the time if you are desperate uh, to do that deal. Well, I believe that in negotiations, people come closer in order to be benefited. At the end, it should look like a win-win situation, but still, you should be benefited. And the other person should not feel as if they have been cheated or maybe the deal went in your favor. It's not happened. <clears throat> and then, for example, um, if, if I go further and give an example in uh, um, this, uh, what do we call as homework, for example, you're going to purchase a car and uh, you go ahead to the showroom, he tells you a price and tells you, the salesman over there tells you that this is the best offer, these are the pros. I'm going to give it with you with this car. And you go ahead and close a deal. How about this approach? You approach five, six car dealers and get the car you actually want to purchase. Uh, get the catalogs of uh, the cars in the similar category and compare it, get a knowledge about it, and then talk to the seller of a car which you actually want to purchase. Now you know the technicalities, you can tell him, you can discuss it like this doesn't have this thing, this has, and this doesn't have this, have this thing, and this has it, so why is this 
price so high? Can you come a little down? And of course, do car dealers do have a good margin in a car? And if you negotiate it properly, you're going to get the best deal. Then another thing uh, is avoid personal hangups. Well, uh, while dealing or negotiating, we should always think about uh, in terms of business, in terms of uh, the benefit or a win-win or a win situation in your favor, particularly. But um, there are chances uh, while negotiating uh, with a certain person, you start uh, getting friendly, or and then what happens? Uh, that personal hang-up. Uh, due to that personal hang-up, which uh, came into picture because of that, you are you really give away a deal and you negotiate it at a price where it should otherwise not have negotiated, and uh, it actually works against you. So you should keep this thing in mind. Use silence. Silence is a very good tool. Silence is a way of communication. Just like words, silence has a power in its own. It's like a shadow. Uh, so shadows are not there just because uh, they are powerless, but they do have a power of their own. While negotiating, when a person offers something, instead of uttering a word or a sentence, uh, expressing your dissatisfaction or anything, use uh, even if you got a better deal, you can use silence and your expressions as if uh, this is uh, way too much you expected. Without saying a word, the other person is going to give you the next best best offer, and uh, you can start negotiating from there on. Yes, the other thing is offer an upfront amount. What happens is uh, in a business, for example, if you want to purchase something, and uh, for example, in in a real estate, you want to purchase an apartment, and uh, when you go to the seller, you tell him that, okay, I'm going to purchase it. I have this much amount, which I'm going to give as an upfront. The seller will actually become very interesting uh, in knowing that you're going to offer an upfront amount. But who doesn't love money at that? In a business, money is, it's all about profit and money, right? So uh, when they get an upfront amount, the, they can negotiate or uh, uh they can offer you a price which has a very low or no margin. So these are the benefits. And the another thing is keep a check ready. For example, you are going to purchase something and uh, you keep a paycheck in your pocket which indicates your seriousness towards that deal. And uh, it will make the deal more interesting and uh, you will be in a better position to negotiate things because only fools will allow a customer to go who is almost certainly willing to invest. So these are the things, these are a few principles which you need to work on before going to any before going to any important negotiating deal. So these are the negotiation skills you need to take care of. That's it from this chapter. We will meet in the next chapter of Passage of Stars. We are done away with 26 chapters so far. And uh, yeah, I would like to mention one thing. Maybe I have mentioned it already in the yesterday's video audio. That is, I'm, going, I'm recording this separately because there was a voice quality issue with my previous podcast episodes. 
I'm going to check them and re-record them wherever it's possible, wherever I feel that there is a great deal of interference and the chapter is not comfortable to the listeners. I'm going to re-record it for you guys. Thanks a lot for joining uh, me in this episode. We will meet again in the next chapter of Passage of Stars. Have a nice time.